Have you ever noticed how we're different and the same and the same and we're different and we're different and the same? All kinds of people, all kinds of people, all kinds of people in the world. Now, on the Talk of Muncie, WMUN, all kinds of people, hosted by Dr. Joe Mashevitz. Getting to know the people of Muncie and Delaware County, Indiana, in a way you've never heard before. It's another way we're using our voice to build our community from Woof Boom Radio and 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, WMUN. Here's your host, Dr. Joe. Hey, 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 everybody. Top of the morning. Welcome to all kinds of people. And I'm totally delighted sitting across from me wearing a Ball State volleyball shirt. Thank you. <laughs> is Donin Cruz, a men's volleyball coach at Ball State. Coach Cruz. Good morning. Welcome to Wolf Boom Radio. Oh, thank you. First time down here and um, delighted to be here as well. And you know, such a cool location. You guys got a nice spot down here. So yeah, it's a good uh, a good little environment for bringing people like yourself in to chat with the community and. We got to learn a little bit more about you during this time. So I really appreciate you taking the time away to drift in and talk a little bit. Absolutely. Um, born in Guam. And yes, then sir. Raised in Hawaii. Yes. And mom and grandma were both educators. So maybe school was important. <laughs> you know, it was uh, something that was, um, you know, a big piece of our family and a big piece of our family's identity growing up. Uh, my my mom was the principal at the elementary school that I went to. Uh, my grandmother was a teacher at the school that my parents went to. So, um, you know, it's always kind of been in the, the bloodline. And my sister is a teacher and has kind of now taken on the mom role. But um, she was an educator. And, and I like to think that I'm a version of a teacher as well. So um, just love being around the, the academic environment. It's something that's always been um, comfortable for me and, and close to home. So, yeah, big big piece of my family. Yeah, and if I'm correct, your brothers were in the military. Yeah, my brother Brandon, um, who's our second oldest, is uh, just retired. Okay. Um, spent 24 years in, in the Army, and uh, my brother right above me uh, spent 22 years in the Air Force and is also now retired. And um, they're they're older than me, but extremely young to be at a retired age. And um, one lives in Hawaii, one lives in Japan, uh, where his last station was. So they're uh, they're living the good life in their forties, just hanging out. That makes family get-togethers a little challenging, I guess. <laughs> I gotta be I gotta be uh, <laughs> at attention when I'm around them. So yeah, yeah. Uh, gotta be sharp. So, Coach, um, kind of curious. Um, Going through grade school and then into high school, was was volleyball always part of the system? You know, my my mom. I'm trying to imagine nets all around the house, (laughs) just being outside. (laughs) You know, when when we grew up in Guam, um, uh, Christian, one of our assistants on staff, he and I got a chance to go to Guam um, last December. I I think this time exactly a year ago, uh, we went and did a community engagement event. Uh, We ran a big camp for three days. Um, tons of kids came and 
Um, you know, we did that kind of in part with Ball State and, and um, one of the uh, TV stations out there hosted us. And, um, you know, I took him to my my home that I grew up in. And he said, I always tell people I, I grew up right next to the court. And it's literally driveway into the community court. Um, so it was maybe... 10 yards from my <laughs> from my front step and oh, uh, no wonder we've got this going <laughs> <laughs> so I've always been involved in some some aspect of sport and uh, you know really it was a really small town where I grew up in and it was one of those where you had to play every sport to kind of help make sure there was enough guys to to compete so Basketball and volleyball were my two main sports growing up. And um, Did you ever have a sense that it was going to lead you into the coaching side of the game? You know, I not, not necessarily, um, but I, I understood, you know, when I started to get uh, into college that I tried to find leadership roles and other avenues to keep me engaged and, and you know, really not to get distracted by all the other things that kind of take place when you're, uh, in college. So, um, you know, I, I started to really understand that, that value in, in college, but at a young age, I was just trying to have fun, you know, trying to, trying to enjoy and burn yeah. off some energy. And apparently I had a lot of it when I was a kid. <laughs> I can only imagine if that court was that close. That you were <laughs> out there quite a bit. Thank you. Um, you graduated from Graceland with a bachelor's in marketing communications. <laughs> what, what what was that all about? And then how did you kind of put the marketing aside to jump right into working with the women's team at that time? Yeah, I, you know, I transferred to Graceland. I started off at the University of Hawaii, um, figured out that, um, quite honestly, I, I figured out that I, there wasn't going to be a place for me in that program. And, and, you know, that was kind of maybe my first glimpse of uh, the reality of, you know, like where you got to be um, honest with yourself. And my goal was to play at University of Hawaii. I didn't see the stars aligning there and had a really good friend uh, from Oahu that was at Graceland, was there since he was a freshman and, you know, just had a great experience. Um, so when I got there, I arrived first time um, January uh Never seen snow. Saw snow when I landed in O'Hare. I'm thinking of going from Hawaii to oh, Iowa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, okay. That's the furthest east I've ever been, um, and that was in, in 2004. And, um, you know, first time I see snow, I'm, I'm not freaking out. I think it's great. Uh, but fast forward, uh, at the end of that semester, um, my coach had said, hey, I really think you have a good energy and there's something maybe that you need to look at. And um, we have this opportunity. Uh, you should talk to the women's coach. He brings in interns to help, you know, with the women's team. And uh, it's a great way to make a little extra money. That's really where the key was, is a little extra money. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think I made, I don't know, 1200 bucks for five months of work. You had to buy a uh, snow shovel. And you know, I had to, house, amongst yeah. many other things. <laughs> um, so that's kind of, that was the initial um, segue into this opportunity. I'm kind of curious, in my mind, uh, and I've talked to other coaches about this, but did you distinguish uh, any difference between coaching the women's team and then moving over to the men's team? 
You know, I think there's a there's a sense of mindfulness and just understanding that um, you know there's differences in in how we speak and 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 just the interactions. You know, simple things is um, what what I think men and women are are interested in hearing, and and it's not necessarily saying you have to change what you want to say. It's it's more so just uh, acknowledging that uh, men and women are are different and have different. Uh, mindsets around around how we have conversations and um, you know I, I think I learned that Stu McDole who is the the head women's coach at Graceland you know, is such a fine uh, man that was the best mentor for me in understanding how critical um, how you communicate with people are it was and um, I think getting to learn that and see that at a young age uh, was was extremely critical for kind of where I am today. Yeah, I'm, I've always been quite fascinated in talking with coaches about communicating to the people. And um, um, we're going to come back um, with the break coming up here and talk some more, coach, about that communication and how it led to some really interesting success at Graceland and then how you brought it to Muncie, Indiana. Thank you. And really turned a couple corners in 2022 and beyond. We're with Don and Cruz, everybody, the head volleyball coach at Ball State University. And we'll be back with the coach to kind of pick up from Graceland at the Ball State and the success he's had with so many different players and teams. Stay with us on WMUN, the talk of Muncie. WMUN's All Kinds of People with Dr. Joe. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to All Kinds of People. I'm with Coach Donan Cruz, the head volleyball coach for the men at Ball State University. Coach, let's, let's back up to Grandview University. Two national championships. Yeah. What, what, what? I, I'm trying to put my hands around <laughs> what that had to feel like with a group of youngsters and hitting the national championships. And you know, it's um, I, I it's such a special place for me. First off, because I I started the program there um, in in 2011. Uh, in the in the fall of 2011 was our first class entered and. Um, 12 and 13 seasons, we, you know, we're, we're right there, just didn't make the postseason. Um, and then in 2014, uh, we kind of, we, we really, um, you know, arrived, I would say, and, and became a, a program that um, just said, hey, we're here and, and we mean business. And, you know, it was in 2018 when we won the first national championship, you know, and what some people don't know is in 2017 and 16 we made it to the national championship and lost 
2014 and 15, we made it to the final four, lost. So in 2018, it was like third one was the charm. Um, You're talking about a program that you started on campus, convincing people you should have a volleyball team. Yeah, I, you know, I... And then in those four to six years, it was all it, of that. It was quite a, a wild uh, run and, and a real quick incline. And, you know, I, 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 when I talk to other coaches, a lot of times, you know, it's... Uh, the, the recipe and, and, and the sense of getting to that level, you know, it's, it, it's a different league, but it's the same approach to winning and, and building success. And, um, and it was a great time, you know, my, uh, a lot of times when I look at, uh, national championships, I also think of my family. My wife, Anna was, um, either pregnant or, or had one of our boys, uh, in that time frame. So, my boys are, are, are a really good um, reference to where we were as a family. And, um, and you know, those two national championships, just unbelievable feeling. You, you put so much time and energy in what you're doing. And, you know, even the ones we lost, you know, it was uh, you walk away with the sense of accomplishment if, if you feel like you put in all the work. Uh, but when you win a national championship, I mean, it's like the full it's sense be of a great feeling. Uh, yeah, and we were fortunate enough to win two of those, and then, um, and then our our program, uh, Grandview won again in my first year here. So while we were in the final four at, at UCLA, Grandview had just won the national championship uh, again with that team. Um, so that was uh, was a special time and, and obviously was a big part of the reason why I'm, I'm able to sit here and speak with you today. Uh, I think those experiences led me exactly to where I need to be, uh, which is right here with, with you talking today. I'm just I'm just fascinated by that whole Graceland thing because I, I have this picture of you running around campus saying, hey, anybody want to play volleyball? Anybody <laughs> want to play volleyball? I want to start a volleyball team. <laughs> because, and then within four to six, I mean, the program just exploded. Yeah, uh, it, it was it was a lot of that. In order for the administration to to get me full time um, in 2011 in January, I remember this like it was yesterday. They said, "Well, you're going to have to work in the admissions office because until the new fiscal year." Yeah, that initial job was yeah, that, part of the staff. It, it was kind of fifty fifty. So I had to spend fifty percent of my time in the admissions office, and then the other fifty percent of my time. Uh, down in the athletic department. So I was making athletic recruiting calls in the admissions office. <laughs> I was just being I resourceful. I think you were supposed to focus on a wider uh, group of uh, students, was, coach. I was, <laughs> I was multitasking for sure. Uh, so um, into Ball State, 2022, share a memory or two about being coach of the year, national coach of the year. Man, what an incredible story. You know, it was uh, a huge honor, um, you know, being able to represent the program and, and, and really inherit a team um, that I thought had all the tools and, and kudos to, uh, um, to coach for getting the guys that were here when we arrived. I, I thought that um, we had the talent to be good, and, um, and I think the, the team that we uh, – walked into was one that really wanted to win they believed they could win and I think 
you know, a lot of that is timing with a fresh face and, and a new coaching staff. Um, I thought the guys believed in what we were preaching and, yeah. um, and, you know, we win the regular season, we win the conference championship and, um, and with coach of the year, um, yeah, you know, I, I think the biggest honor there is it's voted by your peers, um, and to have the respect. That's a of, major significant yeah. thing to receive <laughs> from your peers. Thank you. After you beat them all. <laughs> exactly. And, um, you know, so a huge honor from that standpoint. But, you know, I really look at those individual awards as as a reflection of the group. And um, for me to get coach of the year, I think, speaks to not only Mike and Christian, who's on our staff, but our entire team um, landed two guys on on the first team All-American list, uh, which was amazing. And yeah, just a special, special team, special run. And, you know, the problem with going that far is that you get a taste of what the success is and and um, and then you just sort of get addicted to that and and I think that's kind of where we're at right now is we're we're on the chase and we're on that hunt and, yeah and being that close um, you know we I think it's the motivation for our current team uh, guys are are still here that we're on that final mm-hmm. four run and um, they realize that that's the goal and and that's the mission is you know, Charity Griffin, our most recent individual national champion with track and field last year. Uh, our goal is to be the first national championship team at Ball State um, a- in a team sport, and I think we can do that. Coach, as you're, as you're doing that and building toward that goal, what's it like as a coach to kind of walk into the locker room or talk to the players walking around campus and getting a sense of who's really ready and who's not ready? It's in our everyday dialogue um, uh, about preparedness and and commitment to, um, you know, you can say one thing, but you have to have the actions that that reflect what you're saying. And, um, you know, we're we're a team that really believes that you can be above no job. Uh, We say that a lot. You know, we want to be the kind of athletic team that when we walk in, if the nets aren't set up, then we're going to help our, our facility staff set up the nets. Um, if, if the floors aren't clean, we're not going to go and try to find someone to clean the floor. We're going to do that. And um, that kind of work ethic and, and, and mentality towards simply doing a task, I think, is a big piece of being a, a high-level competitor is when you're ready for those moments and, and you can do it in your everyday little things. Then when the moments of big pressure and, and big competition come it's just it's just a part of who you are you can and focus I, on it and, and get yeah it and done. there's no there's zero hesitation because you it's just kind of <clears throat> it's what we practice and and how we try to help our guys think in a certain way yep. and um and they buy into it and that's what they got to do and and that's kind of been the the mantra since we've arrived so coach when you're not on campus anna nixon nevin and micah <laughs> Are there just volleyballs bouncing all around the house? What's, right. what's, what's the scoop here? You know, <laughs> it's uh, constant. And I always, <clears throat> my wife still works. She works from home. And I always tell her, I said, you're, I think your your best gig is going to be coaching the boys because they <laughs> listen to her a lot more than they listen to me um, when it comes to those things. But, yeah, they're serving balls. We're practicing setting right now. Um, but 
but I'm glad we're in the Hoosier State too because our boys will not let go of a basketball. So we got a little hoop in the in the house, and <laughs> it's constant, you know. Well, you had some hoop back in your days oh, too. Oh yeah, so. I got I got a little bit of hoop in me. I don't think <laughs> Coach uh, Lewis or Coach Sally were gonna believe me, but um, uh, there's a little hoop in me. But yeah, our boys are 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 the biggest blessing in our life, and you know my wife is uh, has been an amazing uh, partner for me, and and we just love our three boys and. Volley or basketball, whatever. Baseball, they play baseball it's too. It's all over. Okay. Yeah. It's been so good talking with Coach Donan Cruz, everybody, the head volleyball coach at Ball State University. Coach, upcoming, uh, good luck on the upcoming seasons, and thanks for joining us on All Kinds of People. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.